Welcome to FitBite, the mini series on the Fit Design podcast where we take bite-sized pieces of the fit design content you love on all things sportswear design, graphic design, manufacturing, and logistics and break them down for you into easy to understand bite-sized episodes. What's up, design family, and welcome back to another episode of FitBite, the mini series on the Fit Design podcast where we take bite-sized pieces of the fit design content you know and love and break it down for you into easy-to-understand bite-sized episodes. On today's episode, we have another sportswear design tutorial for you guys. We'll be looking at my foolproof three-step sportswear design process to pretty much design any piece of your choice. This is a simple step-by-step process that you can actually scale and build on as you become more advanced, but it's a great starting point, especially for beginners out there that are unsure of how to get the ball rolling when it comes to the creative workflow. So if you guys are interested in learning what these three steps are, tune in to this episode of FitBite. You guys are in for an absolute good one. Getting right into the episode, I start off every single design process by trying to understand what are the core points that I need to hit? And when it comes to sportswear design, there's three key categories that I can define as the three Fs, and they are as follows. The function, I'll define the function, I'll define the fit, and lastly, I'll define the fabric. By understanding and defining these three key elements, I can pretty much tailor any specific design to hit my target market, to be able to actually deliver a product that does what it needs to do when it needs to do it. Let's start off with the first F in the process, which is the function. Function has such a fundamental part to play in any sportswear design, especially when it comes to how the, how the garment is performing. Look at sportswear as a type of fashion that was born out of necessity. Early sportswear pieces were truly functional in their approach, and actually the aesthetics and the fabric, all that was left to the end. So we always start off with the function. With sportswear, you also have a variety of different functions that a product can perform. You have garments that are specifically catered towards the yoga market. You have products that are specifically catered towards the running market. You have products that are specifically targeted towards strength and training. Each of these different niches has its own subset. And each of these subsets actually manifests in different ways when it comes to the design. So I always start off by trying to understand the function. If I'm trying to design a yoga legging or a yoga item, Well, I'll try to put my mind into the kind of person that would perform and actually practice yoga. I know for men's items, especially for the bottoms, they need to be lightweight. They need to be breathable. They need to be extremely flexible. Also, if I'm probably designing shorts for men, most likely I'll go for something that is layered in its approach. Specifically layered because yoga requires a lot of flexible poses. If you have short shorts that are not lined, well, let's just say you're going to end up in a bad situation. So that function there is a fundamental part of how I'm going to be designing that specific short for a yoga item. On the flip side, if I'm trying to design a strength training short, I might not need to line it, but I may need to create a product that has a little bit more room at the hips, specifically if you're squatting. And if I'm trying to design a running short, most likely I'll go for a lower inseam short, so something that is more higher cut and more of a sort of open running style short. If you look at a lot of running shorts in the market, they're very highly cut. Obviously, they reveal a lot of the leg muscles. This is a functional and aesthetic thing. So you can really see here how the function of the garment directly impacts the final result that we actually end up with. Once I've actually gone ahead and defined the function of the garment by understanding in which scenario it's going to be used, then I can actually outline the fit. Even within the same functionality, we can have different fits. 
I'm trying to create an item that's specifically for strength training. And I've defined that this is specifically for strength training. Well, I have different types of garments that are used for strength training. I might have a compression piece that's specifically used for bodybuilders that are looking to push their compression gear to the next level. At the same time, I might have oversized shirts that are a little bit more catered towards the pump cover-up crowd, right? So each of these different garments, even though performing the same function of being used for weightlifting, will have a different fit. Understanding how the function and the fit relate is going to be core and integral towards the final finished result. Here, let's just say I wanted to create some form of overall or cover-up. Well, I know immediately that I'm going to need to cut the fabric away from the skin. Right? I'm going to need to create a garment that is easier to move in and ultimately is going to be able to cover up and be worn on top of different garments. So I'll opt for a more oversized fit versus a compression fit where I know for a fact that I need the garment to stick close to the skin. It needs to perform to accentuate the muscles. It needs to be able to promote blood flow to the muscles to actually help with recovery. And in general, it needs to promote ultimate flexibility. Well, I'm going to cut the garment much, much closer to the skin. So there are a lot of different types of fits even within the same industry. And previous point, when I came to discuss the shorts, the different types of shorts, whether it's for yoga or for running, those different functions will also, even though they're dealing with the same type of short, will actually lend themselves differently to the fit on the short. Whereas on a yoga short, I might not need to go as higher cut. On a running short, I'll definitely need to go higher cut with a bit more room at the hips. And last, I'll need to outline the fabric. The fabric is inherently tied to both the function and the fit. Let's use this yoga short as an example. I'm using a layered yoga short for functionality purposes, and I know I have these two different layers. Well, number one, with a yoga short, I don't need to necessarily go for something that's extremely, extremely lightweight. I might go for a medium weight fabric. I also have the option to go for either a woven short or a knitted short. I might not need to go for a woven short in this case, since I don't need to have the fabric be extremely lightweight. So I might opt for a nice nylon spandex blend in an interlock knit configuration. The interlock knit is going to give a lot of structure and drape to the garment, and ultimately is going to be perfect for my use. Well, I also know that I have an inner liner for my yoga short. So here, I might need to opt for a more compressive fabric, specifically because this layer of the fabric is going to actually sit closer on the skin it's going to be used to cover up and at the same time it's going to be used to be able to stretch out nicely to be able to move with the body so i have another fabric here that needs to match the function of that specific top of the garment so here i might opt for a nice polyester spandex blend again in an interlock configuration or i might even go for a multi-bar warp knit what i love about this type of knit is it gives character to the design so it gives a little bit of a pattern it can be done in a variety of different knit styles. You can have a really visual and intriguing look to the inner liner just by using different types of multi-bar warp knits. At the same time, the multi-bar warp knit creates a little bit of a light perforation, which is perfect for an inner liner. You want the liner to be breathable, stretchable, and at the same time, extremely comfortable. So this is a great example of how I've used the form, the fit, and the function to actually outline the fabric. On the flip side, even if I was still designing sportswear, but here I was going for more of an outerwear gear, right? Something that you'd use for hiking or snowboarding. Well, definitely the type of fabric that I'd be using is going to be completely different. I'd need to offer something that's water repellent. I'd need to offer something that's definitely lined on the inside, probably a multi-shell construction. So just by following these steps, A, B, C, D, you almost lead yourself naturally down the process. 
It's a lot more complicated than this, but having a process is essential towards designing and getting your head around any specific design. In a world where we don't know where to start most of the times, having a process that you can rely on and that you can fall back on time and time again, no matter how simple, is going to be key. And honestly, you can build on the simplicity. Have something to start with, and as you become more and more in tune with your abilities as a designer, you can start to build and enhance the process. But we all have to start somewhere, so why not start here? To recap quickly, when it comes to my three steps to pretty much design any sportswear piece of your choice, we looked at evaluating the function of the garment first, and then defining the fit, and ultimately figuring out what the fabric is. These three core pieces play into each other and you could pretty much design any piece of your choice, especially when it comes to sports or just by following these three fundamentals. Of course, as you become more advanced, you can consider building on this process, but having a starting point is essential when it comes to kickstarting any project. Guys, if you enjoyed this episode of Fitbyte, please consider subscribing to this podcast playlist. We put out great content on a week to week basis and we'd love to have you guys along for the ride. Also, if you're looking to schedule a one-on-one consultation call with me. I hold limited slots every single week. So if you're looking to start your own sports or brand, your own fashion brand, or you're an existing brand that's looking to scale and is looking to take it to the next level, check the link in the description. I hold limited slots every single week and I'd love to speak with you. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of FitBite. Until next week's episode, stay awesome. We hope you enjoyed this episode of FitBite. If you did, please consider leaving a review below. It really does help us out. Let us know what episodes you want to see next. And until next time, stay awesome.